Hey folks, just wanted to let you know that today's show is brought to you by Audible.com, home to thousands of audiobooks you can check out absolutely free. If you'd like to check it out and support the show at the same time, you go to audibletrial.com slash adventurepants. Audibletrial.com slash adventurepants. You sign up for a free trial, you get a book credit, you listen to it, hey, maybe you like it and you stick around. If not, you cancel it, no harm, no foul, no money out of pocket to you, and at the same time, you help the show out a little bit. Andrew, who's been on the show before and is on again this week, is an Audible user, and you love it. I do. It's because something I do, I go into a bookstore, and I take pictures of all the book covers that I want to read, and then I go to the library, but they're not always there. And I found a book that I really like called Rotten Ruin. It is a zombie book, but it's sort of a different perspective. And it's cool to like have someone tell you the story and like sure. be able to... He- read without having to sit there and go like power through a book cool so like i said audibletrial.com slash adventure pants check it out guys adventure pants is intended for a mature audience any views espoused in the following podcast are held solely by the speaker and shouldn't be taken seriously after all we're just having fun enjoy Hello and welcome to Adventure Pants number 12, the super special first time three people have been on the show at once. Two returning guests, uh, both of my brothers, Andrew Leno Hello. and Gary Wyatt, back to back. Weeks for him. I don't know why I paused there for like 85 seconds. I lost my train of thought, but that's okay. Uh, we were all in town, so decided to do a family affair, as it were. And it's we'll. Family family I was I was gonna drop the cue in there of the real song, <laughs> but I guess you could just sing it instead. Uh, but anyway, we were gonna all tell some uh, some humorous stories about growing up. Since uh, those of you who know me might already know this, but I was sort of the golden child between two heathens, and the gig came first and was a bit of a hellion, and a then bit. I a bit. <laughs> so by the time I rolled around, it was like. He's a little angel. And then Andrew rounded yeah, you out. You were an angel. That's <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Like it wasn't, wasn't like, oh, he's comparatively. so good. It's like, yes, he's an angel. We get it. <laughs> yeah, there was no, it was not like, oh, by comparison, he's better. Right. It's just like, yeah. he hasn't done half the thing. Yeah. He had all the check marks on his side of the paper when he's doing the comparison sun check. <laughs> So uh, I thought it would be amusing to and and I've credit never played to football before. Now I'm on varsity. <laughs> now I'm captain. You know, Lottie fucking da. <laughs> so uh, at King's suggestion, I thought it would be good to share some of these uh, growing up stories, and I, I think it'll be uh, an entertaining romp. So since you were the first one, why don't you go first and share the uh, the story that, the, the that we love to tell? Stories. Yes. Them, uh, yes. My, yeah, my mom, our mom, who's been on the show, uh, is, uh, like I said in that show, the sweetest the, woman you'll ever meet in your And life. the best sport ever, because yes. she has three sarcastic all. a-holes for kids who just it's like constant. to rag on her constantly, yeah. and she always smiles and laughs. She has the best sense of humor about that that of anyone I've ever met. always picking on me. <laughs> But she 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 still uh, she still seems to enjoy it even though it's always directed at her. So figured to give some of the uh, the reason for the the gray hairs that she has. Uh, That's that Tone Loke. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not Tone Loke. How do you know? 
I, I just know. It's not tone low. I just know. Yeah. So your first story is uh, about 12, 13 when this happened? Uh, yeah, it was probably around there. Probably around 12. I wasn't quite 13 because I was still playing on the small ball fields. Okay. Um, so it could, I could have been. It was fourth or fifth grade. So okay. Yeah, 11 or 10, somewhere around there. Right around the start of baseball season. Yeah, yeah. It was. It hadn't started yet. The signups were, were what was going on. Um, but yeah, I think it would, the weather just started turning. So we yeah. were getting close to like practices and stuff like that. So um, I, I, I mean, I was always pretty good in school up through like third grade. <laughs> I was, through kindergarten i was finger painting yeah. i was staying in the lines when i colored I got all o's in kindergarten <laughs> straight o's o plus even yeah. yeah um actually it was through fourth grade <laughs> I, I dated myself by a year um so in fifth grade for whatever reason i just i started not caring or wasn't doing you know the required work or sure so i had gotten the first d on my report card that I'd ever gotten. And rather than give the report card to mom, I chose to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> At least until baseball signups were over. Because <laughs> I knew that if I got to that point where, you know, at least I had signed up and mm-hmm. she had paid the money that I was still going to be able to play. Sure. I mean, in all reality, I don't think that they would have ever taken that away from me. It was the one thing I looked forward to every year. So mom picked me up from the house after she got done work and we drove down to the ball fields and Mr it was Andy. Andy was the coach at the time and I think it was his wife was there and I guess somebody had mentioned something about, "Oh, I guess you're going to let Gig play with even with his grades." And she like stopped dead writing the check. <laughs> and she was like, "What?" <laughs> I haven't seen his grades. And of course I get the Gig. <laughs> We're leaving right now. So Hop into the car. She's yelling at me the entire way home. Where's your report card? And I'm like, ah, oh, it's in the room, in my room. Do you remember what subject it was? No. Okay. It could have been any of them, to yeah. be honest with you. Anything but math. So yelling at me, you know, smacking me the whole way home, things like that. And we stop at the house. We were going to Henny's, which he lived, you know, three blocks away. Our grandfather. Um, so stopped at the house. I ran in, got my report card, brought it down. We drove up to Henny's, yeah. parked the car. Got inside, and I sat on the couch, and at what point she removed her high heel <laughs> and beat me on the knee with it. Now, now, now if you ask her what happened, <laughs> it's a completely right. different story. Yes. It was, a, it was a leather bass sandal. That's what she says she pulled off of her shoe and or the, pulled off of her that foot. She wore, that she wore to work. Yeah. It wasn't. It was a heel. <laughs> Even dad thinks it was. <laughs> he wasn't <even> there. <laughs> to be fair, you probably deserved it at that oh, point. Absolutely, I hit my report card. I knew what I was doing, I wasn't stupid. Well, I mean, I you were very stupid. Ways. I would, I would yeah. say, that's extremely stupid. Yeah. But I got away with it for a few days. <laughs> Just not to the point where I needed to get. You away. got so close. Yeah, so, so close. close. So yeah, that's we seem to talk about that at least a half a dozen times a year. Sure. It's um, sort of a legendary family always, story, as, as yeah, most families have. Is. And everybody was at the house. I think Dawn was there, Gwen was there. Oh, really? Yeah, like it wasn't just I've, I've not heard it that way before. Oh, yeah, they were all there. <laughs> so just Everyone watched Dean you be beat. been there. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Dean was there. Everybody just watched you get beat is what yeah. happened? Yeah. You're, not, yeah. you're I, not in the show if your microphone's not near your I mouth. Wasn't, I wasn't telling the story. You can still comment. You just have to pick the microphone up. Yeah. So that's the, the one of many... <laughs> stories that 
I have. I mean, I'm sure all of our stories. Yes. Some of them are probably similar. Or, yes. But except for me. That's They're, the legendary. Yes, the, the, the one that gets passed around yeah. a lot. Yeah. By comparison, I was the lamest person on earth because what, what happened with me was I used to read constantly, like to the detriment of all other activity. Like I was at dinner with a book and I was in the car with a book and whatnot. I was too, though. Like as a kid, yeah. I read all the time and then it just stopped. Yeah. For whatever reason. Sure. But like in fourth grade, we had this like reading competition that was uh, reading Olympics. No, essentially no, no. there like was how like many a, books can you read? Right, yeah. there was an ice cream cone on the that they put your name on, and then every book you read, they put a little scoop on it, and not a real one. No, <laughs> like a little <laughs> laminated, <laughs> yeah. cut, you know, that just ice cream melting all over <laughs> this classroom. Yeah, this always <laughs> thought about ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Little I fat kid. <laughs> that way for me, I would eat, I've read a lot more too. You get to eat all of the ice cream scoops. <laughs> Does it count if I read these little books too? <laughs> but yeah, the the fourth grade classroom it went up the wall as you read, and mine went up the wall to the ceiling, and then it started to go across the ceiling, <laughs> and it was like halfway across the room. And so she started just being like, okay, every time you read five, I'll put up another one. Because, like, other kids had not even hit the, the – like, one or two other kids hit the roof maybe. And then, like, I spurred on some other nerds. Like, well, he can't be better than me. So they'd try to catch me. But like mine was going across the room, which was ridiculous. Uh, and other people got cool stuff when they read. Like, I've told that story to other people. And they're like, oh, like that Pizza Hut thing. Like, you got free pizza? And I was like, there was no free pizza. Cause Wait, was there a prize involved? Or was I don't remember what the point of the ice cream cones was. How many books. There was <laughs> the, how sad your life is. <laughs> you got to brag about how much ice cream you didn't get. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the year, whoever gets this gets one ice cream-shaped candy. Well, that doesn't seem very fair. <laughs> But so I was constantly reading, and so when I would get in trouble, I would get grounded, but the only punishment was, like, I wasn't allowed to read. So it was like, go outside and play, or, like, go play video games, but just stop reading that book. So I would, I had many times where my friends were like, can you come out? And they'd be like, yeah, okay, we go out and run around the woods and shooting guns and whatnot, not actual guns, but playing guns. And they're like, I thought you were grounded. Like, I am. I haven't been able to read in three days. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, it sucks." They're like, "What the hell are you talking about?" I was like, well, the only thing I'm not allowed to do is read. It's like, I go to bed at night, I can't read a book before I fall asleep. <laughs> it was very detrimental to me. But so that was the comparison. So uh, essentially, anytime I asked to do anything, it was like, "Sure, whatever." You haven't tried to set the house on fire ever, <laughs> which I did not try to set the house on fire. I just used to like play with fire on the concrete patio out there. Exactly. So by the time I was around, it was like, "Whatever you want to do, yeah. go ahead." So it was it was a little bit easier for for mom and dad when I was there. Although I did I did get poor grades every now and again. Yeah. And then I kind of I was the sliding scale that went back <laughs> the other way. It was a bell curve. Mm-hmm. He was the the low end, and then I was the perfect middle bit, and then yeah. you were back to the other side of the bell mm-hmm. curve. I guess the only story that I can think is how much fun it is to watch a movie with mom, <laughs> because I just want to be. You I said wish sarcastically. I, I wish I had her <laughs> mind. Because every time she watches a movie, it's the first time she's ever seen it. It doesn't matter how many times. Even, like, Deep Blue Sea, which we own on DVD, and she's seen a million times. She loves it. She's like, oh, Deep Blue Sea is on, you know, TBS. Let's watch it. And every time they're climbing up the ladder and the ladder breaks and becomes monkey bars, she screams as the ladder falls. And when no one falls in the water, she's like, oh, thank God. (laughs) 
and then they're climbing, and then the shark leaps out of the water and grabs the one girl, and she screams every time without fail. It's, oh no! You know what's gonna happen, mom. Like, this isn't new to you. This is you've seen this before. It's just I know. I just I forget. <laughs> and then what was the movie we were watching where we came up with the momento joke? I don't was remember. It Jump Street, or it might have been Jaws. Oh my god! I hope it wasn't Jaws. That's even sadder. Yeah, it was definitely something we along just, those lines that have been. I mean, we watch Jaws every summer without fail. So I mean, conservatively, she's seen Jaws a hundred times. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. easily. And it still gets her. Uh, like Roy Scheider's throwing chum in the water. Mm-hmm. The shark moment's what's about to come, happen? and she's like, "Ma!" What's worse that we quote that? Like you, you, you saw you down here and chum. You saw this shit. film in the theater. Do you think a shark's gonna come. <laughs> He, like he, or, or when Ben Gardner's head floats out of the yeah, thing. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. it. That's always it. So she, we, she helps, yes. We, uh, or she DVRs movies. <laughs> we deemed her Momento. Yes. Because it's every every time it's like hitting the reset button. <laughs> every time she sees the movie, it's the first time she sees the movie. <laughs> Although, so, frankly, I'm kind of jealous of that because I, I can't watch. Yeah. Uh, so, it would be nice <laughs> just to be like, oh, this movie is the first time I've ever seen this. Right, I wonder what's right. going to happen. You just have a permanent reset button in all things film. Yeah. Beneficial in certain circles. I'm trying to remember a particularly epic punishment or something for you that was amusing, but I'm, I'm coming up blank as well. I don't know that I actually had one. No. There were a lot thrown around. Well, the the time the time that you were practicing karate was pretty fantastic, though. Oh my god! When <laughs> I because mom, you did karate for yeah, a few well, she years. Had, she had baseball with gig, and then she had football with you, and hockey too, and, and hockey. hockey. And then I came around, and she was like, "Well." It's like throwing pasta at the wall and like seeing what sticks, and just nothing stuck. It was every sport ever. It was tennis, hockey, baseball, hockey, softball, t-ball, soccer. It was baseball, not softball. I tried every. I you're not a. Tried you're not a girl. And just so you're aware, they all fall into the same category. It doesn't matter. <laughs> t-ball, softball, and baseball are Still one tried. the same. He did. No, to be fair, he did do t-ball and baseball. I tried them all. Hot football, which I realized is the same he sport. Did t-ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah everything and i was just like this is all awful and then karate happened and there was one night i had to go to karate and i was like well make sure you practice before you go because you haven't been practicing it was a belt test was it a belt test yeah okay and so you had to break a board had, you had to break a board at your belt test and i still have all the broken boards because i'm mom's kid uh, they're all pieced yeah. together <laughs> in the back of my closet and she's like go, just make sure you punch and pretend like act like you want to punch the wall and I was like, okay, sure, or kick the wall. That's what Use it was. Kicks. I, had to kick, I kicked through boards. And you're eat- you guys are eating dinner. I'm over there, like practicing on near the wall. And I guess I miscalculated the distance. No, she told you to kick the wall. Did she actually? Kick yeah, the wall? yeah, yeah, yeah. She wanted you to. She was like, just kick the wall. It's fine. It's a sturdy <laughs> wall. <laughs> and clearly, if, Dad wasn't in the room. He was not home. <laughs> he wasn't home yet. As if you were like kicking a concrete barrier. Mm. She's like, just kick the wall. It's and fine. I did, and. Three kicks in, and it was just foot through wall. And I was, <laughs> you I, fell. I was kind of horrified that I just put a hole in the wall. Plaster is everywhere, ballooning out of the or pluming out of the wall rather. And you're there up to your ankle <laughs> in <laughs> the wall. Like, through the in the wall. I'm on the ground. <laughs> yes, the other knee's bent, and you're literally in the wall. I was like, uh, "Mom, <laughs> what do I do?" I didn't think you could do that. <laughs> Which I guess is a testament to, to people's knowledge of not knowing what drywall is. Yeah. yeah. I don't even remember what Dad's reaction was. <laughs> he, I, Did I, you tell him he <laughs> could do this? 
I'm pretty sure what happened was he came home and she immediately copped to it. Was like, it's my idea. Like, you can't get mad at him. I told him to do it. And then he just was like, <sighs> I'll, I'll get the plastic. I'll, get the I'll go, yeah, yeah, I'll go get spackle and just fix it. But I remember I got him, this. <laughs> she's like, don't worry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fess up to it. Just one of the many things he's had to fix as a result of uh, of somebody in the house breaking something. There's <laughs> another whole episode. It doesn't compare to the multiple lawnmowers and even a truck yeah. breaking. Yeah, by the time or I Or just got happened there. to be behind the wheel when the transmission <laughs> falls out of it. By the time I got there, I was not I was I was allowed on the on the lawnmower once in my career. <laughs> and that was but you and That then, was probably the best choice he's ever made. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. That is way that is way beyond with my left hand. <laughs> that, those were the lines. Like, you're you're done. It is way beyond your ability. <laughs> I know it was that easy to get out of doing it. I would have done that a long time <laughs> no, ago. No, that wasn't Instead that easy because I could never keep the line straight. He uh, cuts the lawn the same level as most Major League Baseball stadiums. Yeah. Like when you go and you're like, wow, that's really impressive. Like the, he, When you looked at our house from Google Earth mm-hmm. when that first happened, people were showing it in college, showing each other their homes. And I like, was like, oh, here's my house. And people were like, wow, I have a big yard. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, why is it so like perfectly on the diagonal. Why can you play chess on it? And, they're yeah. like, and I'm, I'm like, that's just the way my dad cuts the grass. I'm like, wait, your dad does that? It's not like a lawn service? And I was like, no, he just is really good at driving in a, like a straight perfectly line. straight line. Because as, on um, our backyard has little hills and right. bumps and stuff. And so my lines would be relatively straight, but not you know stick straight. And constantly, he was like, just fix your eyes on the horizon. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> looking at the horizon, and then they're hitting rocks, and I'm bouncing all over the damn place. You know, you just have to adjust then. I'm like, how many times per second are you adjusting those two throttle handles? It's like when you watch a movie, and someone's driving, and they're constantly moving their hands. Yeah. That's how you have to mow the lawn. Because it bounces all over the place. I remember, Not for him, apparently. I remember telling a friend that dad was paying to have someone mow the lawn, mm-hmm. and they were like, what? Yeah, he finally stopped doing it himself this year. It was a it was a big change. Well, since you both have done the middle segment of the show, uh, you two are going to ask me the hypothetical questions cold from the internet. So, I don't know if you want to take turns or one of you is going to do it, but go ahead and uh, and fire away. If you had to pick one, uh, would you choose in like a I guess a gladiator yeah, gladiator style uh, fight um, a horse sized duck or one hundred duck-sized horses some people may know but when i was a kid we were feeding bread to ducks at, at, a, at, a, <laughs> pond, at, a, at a pond in uh, near to our home and i was throwing bread to these ducks and then they were getting closer and closer as they do when food is around and i threw it out and i guess i had my hand extended and this duck mistook my chubby fat finger for a bit of bread and just <laughs> and bit down on me and some people know some people don't Ducks actually have a serrated beak instead of teeth, so they're, they're it's much like a bread knife, mm-hmm. the way their beak is shaped. So it's really sharp. So it sliced the crap out of my finger, not to like the point of needing stitches or anything, but to, suffice to say that ducks are very vicious. And anytime you get a duck type animal that's like a goose, I find geese just to be ready to kill you at any moment. <laughs> they're angry. <laughs> they are. They are angry. very angry, and they're I see territorial. Them, oh yeah. And I walk around the park every day, and they're just—they'll follow me. And so, the idea of fighting a horse-sized one is the most terrifying thing I could imagine. So I think I could just melee stomp a good fifty or sixty ducks before 
horse-sized ducks, rather. Or ducks that duck-sized horse. No, horse-sized ducks, the little ducks. ones. Yes, yes. Yeah. I could. I feel like I could stop yeah, a bunch of them. Horses. They're duck-sized horses. Yes. Yes. You yes. Said yes. Yeah. I want the Same little duck-sized horses. Whatever the baby thing is. I want to get the smaller animals the smaller, yeah. and just stomp my way to victory. The smaller version of whatever you're asking. Yes. <laughs> what fictional vehicle would you pilot if you could? Uh, someone else has said this, and I, I had never thought of it until, I believe Josh Kramer did, but the TARDIS, the Doctor Who vehicle, uh, you can pretty much go anywhere in time, but also uh, through different parts of space and also travel around on Earth in the current timeline. There's certain events you, you can't really go back to your own life and fix stuff. You can't like re- hit a reset fix button, fix points in time, but you can see pretty much anything. So I think it'd be cool to be able to tool around and just be like, let's go check out another galaxy or like, let's go see what Caesar looked like. On the Doctor. Yes. Plus, you get to tool around with the doctor, which doesn't suck. <laughs> if you had, if you were, uh, created your own sovereign nation, so the land of trip, trip land, trip land, yes, um, and you had to pick one song as your national anthem, what would that song be? I've been really into Randy Newman lately, so short people would be hilarious <laughs> just to watch everybody get offended, <laughs> and I kind of love that idea. But uh, probably the wait, band the wait mm-hmm. would probably be my uh, number one song. I don't think of Randy Toy Story. <laughs> no, no, short people's much better. Very angry. <laughs> That's what all of his songs sound like. I know. By the way. <laughs> that bad with his kids the dog. Right. Um. Yeah. You can have one superpower, but it can't be anything extravagant. It has to be mundane and only affect your life in a minimal. Way. I think I have the ultimate one for this, and I'm glad no one's thought of it or said it anyway. That's because this is a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> I like my answer. There's pretty good ones that have come up, but yeah. I think uh, I want theme music in my head. Oh, that's, that's what you said to me. The so first. I can I can always know how a situation is shaping up. So like in a movie, you watch a guy walk down a dark alley, like certain ominous <laughs> tones. You yeah, you're like, oh shit, <laughs> I should go, leave. Go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. Exactly. So I want to be able to, to know the read of a situation anytime I need to. So I just snap my fingers and I'd have a little audio track going. I'm like, oh, I should probably get out of here. Or if I'm you know, in a job interview and they're playing like bounceful music, it's like, oh, this is going really well. Okay, good. I got to you know, stick with this. So I want I want uh, theme music in my head. Well, that's assuming you get like a Hans Zimmer or someone good. Who's no, Hans Zimmer's music all sounds like this. I disagree. If I get if I get to choose, it's John F. and Williams who scored mine. Yeah, but what about the people? It's who- Boz Lerman. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he can art direct my life. That's the worst possible. <laughs> No. But what about like the the times when like it's a fake out? Like you're like, oh, this is totally like. It's, it's my life though. There's no fake outs in my life. But, it's not a movie. Yeah, but if you're like walking down a dark alley, you're like, oh, this is totally fine, and then like fake out music, like crescendo in music. Yeah, but my life isn't a comedy. I hope it's not a <laughs> it's not a farce <laughs> comedy. I I hope that it, I, the life I've been leading thus far isn't turned out to be like twist. Jk, you were dead the whole time. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> It was dead the whole time. The doorknob was red when he touched it. Like I, I hope that that's not what happens to me in 25 years or something. So I'm I'm going with the thought that the music will be to honest. my to my aid. Yes, honest honest assisting music. So with this superpower, wait, hang on. Also, can everyone you said else it so music? derisively? No, just me. no, just him. Okay, it's just in his head. So. With this, I think it would be cooler if it was outside and everybody could hear it. <laughs> that everyone would hate me. Yeah, but you have your own theme music. Not if they don't know you're the one responsible for it. 
I guess. I think my friends would eventually figure out that like every time Trip <laughs> comes right. over, there's this stupid scord happening all yeah. the time. Like, oh, what, what, what's going on Should now? We invite Trip? No, no fucking way. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Don't you hear that music that's always playing around him? <laughs> that's him. It's, he's the reason why all we do is hear stupid scores. Chains on the door. Trying to have a barbecue, he's out there with <laughs> Jurassic Park themes going on, <laughs> flapping his arms like a pterodactyl. <laughs> Every time he gets on a bike, it's the ET theme. <laughs> he's the worst person on earth. <laughs> exactly. Every possible activity I have is just ruined by it. If, if I, and I, I can turn it on and off. And at Christmas time, my God, he's an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was bad on the radio? The very gentle piano <laughs> keys going in the background. So if you decided to fight crime somehow with this, who would your sidekick be? This is the only one in the thing that I haven't thought of, so I'm going to go probably qu- quickly with the, the first thing that comes off the top of my head. Do you remember those Artemis Fowl books? Yeah. So it was this kid. Bodyguard? Yeah. Butler? Yeah. So this kid was like a super, it's like a Harry Potter-ish thing where this young kid was sort of a super genius and he, there was this magical world that he would go toward and visit with fairies and stuff. But he had this butler who was this giant dude, like 6'5", built like a linebacker, full arsenal strapped to his back at all times. Like, think like The Rock meets Jason Statham. Yeah. Yeah. Just an ass kicker guy. So since my power is utterly useless <laughs> except for telling us when the bad guys are close i need someone who can actually handle themselves in the fight so i'm gonna take the butler from the uh Artem style books what was your mundane superpower i said i wanted sponge brain where i could just like read something and like or like read like a skill and uh, okay and not have to like double check like osmosis yeah basically i could learn anything just read and doing it once right who is your sidekick kazoo <laughs> Gazoo, 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 the great gazoo from the Flintstones. <laughs> yes. Somebody had to keep up with my 15 mile an hour walk. Somebody had to keep up with this 15 mile an hour walk. Like Can you walk <laughs> slower? No, I can't. <laughs> oh, that's your only speed. <laughs> yeah. Hour walking. yeah. Got it. Yeah, you theoretically you could run slower I mean, than you walk. Get much more mundane than that. <laughs> but I just I also like the thing that I guess I didn't think of then is if you walk 15 miles an hour, you can't even run that fast, right? So you're running to go slower than you're walking. People would hate you at charity walks. <laughs> yes, I said all my friends would be skinny. <laughs> if you could stop any invention ever. What would it be? I really liked Andrews was the Vuvuzela, which was really, really good. That's good. Yeah. But it only comes around every four years. Right. Uh, and someone once said Bluetooth earpieces, which I also really liked. I think Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I kind of really one. hate Instagram, like, for a number oh. of reasons. One, that, like, everyone who uses it is just constantly taking pictures of shit with their phone, and I'm always annoyed by that. Like, we went to a concert last, last night. Well, at the time this comes out, it'll be a week ago. But it was, like... Every five seconds is like people taking pictures of yeah. I'm like, just just watch it. Don't hashtag DMB so other people can. I I, yeah. I would I think Instagram. Like I think the matter. yeah 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 has actually made a statement at the beginning of one of they their did. concerts and said, you know, if you pull out your phone, you can leave. Yeah. Like stop doing that. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I think I think Instagram. I don't. I, it's not even that like people take fo- photos and put a poop filter on them. I'm okay with the filters. I just don't want the the constant interneting part right. of it is what bothers me. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. You just hashtag. I think you just Instagrammed this conversation I right think now. Hashtags. I didn't Should be. Hashtags are pretty awful too. Yeah. yeah. I outside of Twitter. Outside of Twitter, hashtag is, is kind of useless. Well, no, actually, on Facebook now. No, I know. I'm saying it has a right, right. A I know, but now. I know, but but how do you trend it on Facebook? Exactly, that's what I mean. So on Twitter is okay, but everywhere else, I think it's. Stupid. If you were in a like a Thunderdome type of environment with all glass, sand all glass, on the bottom. sand on the bottom, um, and you were given the choice of fighting a 150 pound uh, angry naked guy. Or a toddler holding an AK-47. Who knows how to use it? Like a regular size toddler? Like a what? A regular size Does it toddler? matter? It's a toddler. It's a toddler with an AK-47 well, no, that I they can't put like down. Zombies ate my neighbors. Think Bertram. <laughs> I went for zombies ate my neighbors like the 50-foot baby. No, 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 no. no. It's just a standard no. toddler. I'd, I'd go with the naked guy because I think I could throw sand in his eyes probably and, and stun him. And I'm much bigger than a 5-foot tall, 150-pound naked guy. So I, I feel like I could use my body size to my advantage. I picture the teacher, Bertram's voice. Yeah, I picture the teacher from Clueless. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's him, isn't he? Wallace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. What? Uh, Sean Wallace. Wallace. I, I Wallace. Sean. I don't know his actual name. But it's. It's. I think it's Rex. Wallace. Sean. Rex from Toy Story. And I was riding the, the Crimson Tide. Yes. I'm going to assume that you mean that's a lady thing, <laughs> and that is excused. Um. If you could live your life in a TV universe, which TV universe would you pick? This one always comes – basically comes down to how drastically you want your life to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like mine. But I think for the sake of adventure and things like that, uh, I'd pick Futurama. Oh. Because then we have other world travel and the world we live in is kind of cool and there's always kind of zany things going on. But there's also a very like normal pe- – it seems like people have regular jobs and do regular things but also weird – Right. Like also weird stuff happens. So it's Earth we live in now but also aliens and future travel and things like that. So I, I think I'd go Futurama. That's kind of cool. Slightly different from my life now but not super drastically there aren't tubes. It's everywhere. not land Except for the, the lost. Fact you're living in a cartoon. <laughs> also, that's, that's true. I only have cartoon. I only have three fingers. Four fingers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least you're not yellow, though. I wouldn't be yellow. That's true. I feel like I would want to live in something like Land of the Lost. No, I want <laughs> see if I I would want like wish fulfillment. That seems pointless. Like, why would I? Why would I choose to live in, a, in the land of yeah. the lost? You know those fuckers never get out, right? <laughs> That's the whole point. Gilligan's <laughs> Island. Living on the lost island. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nothing about that is cool. I want something like out in Hollywood, like Entourage style, where I, I can be an actor. And Everyone's like, a douchebag. I, I don't care about douchebag. That's cool with me as long as I can be a successful actor. Secret life. Um, Seth Green's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, if you could choose any Muppet to go back in time and kill Hitler, who would it be? Uh, there's only one answer. No, mm-hmm. there's a couple answers for this one, I think. Um, the people have said a lot of really good ones. Um, I think I always waffle between Miss Piggy with her kind of berserker rage thing and uh, Gonzo just because like, there's a decent chance he'll kill himself in the process, but he's probably going to get close enough to kill Hitler as well. 
But I think this Piggy's Berserker Rage, I could see... I, I would watch that Muppet episode where, like, Piggy goes and kills a bunch <laughs> of Nazis. Like, Miss Piggy's version of uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Pig-Glorious yeah, Bastards. Pig Bastards. She's like, hi on! Like, knocking people's heads off and stuff. She's got, like, an AK and her hair's blowing like, back. And it's just like... <laughs> she's gonna be like the lady character right she's got a collection she's, of she's scalps her, she's, she's actually the bear jew with a bunch of <laughs> yeah. scalps around her neck yeah I, I would watch that i would watch that episode but would the nazis then also be muppets that she's beating up or is she beating up humans everyone except hitler is a muppet okay i think that the famous people on the muppets were always themselves yeah. so all the other people would just not be i think sam the eagle has got to be like he's he's a decent most, choice the most american like patriotic Badass, yeah. On the Muppets, he is he is a, a good choice for for America's sake. Anyway, America, America. Uh, I'm gonna let you, Andrew, do one since uh, you didn't get to do this before. This is the uh, Abominable Snowman by R. A. Montgomery. It's a choose your own adventure book. Uh, each week, we're gonna have one one choice made by the guests. So, uh, what's happened thus far is you're on an expedition to find a yeti in in uh, near Mount Everest, okay. and your buddy went missing. His name was Ryan Disney. So I'm ready for this. <laughs> yes. You have lots of experience. Uh, your buddy Carlos went missing. Uh, our first choice was to either look for Carlos or take this meeting. Uh, we went for the meeting. Gig's choice last week. So, um, Mr. Los, Mr. Mr. R. N. Los. <laughs> Mr. R. N. Runal, the director of expeditions and mountain research and an authority on the Yeti, who, according to this book, no one has ever taken a picture of. So, no, how a picture of the Yeti or the guy? The, the, the Yeti. Yeti. Okay. The so how, snowman. So, so how, how he's so an expert. I'm not sure he really exists. But he's an expert. Yeah. So uh, you took the meeting with him, and he uh, he said, we checked up on you, uh, and he said, this is what he says, I must advise against going into the Yeti territory. I could arrange a trip for you into the Terai region, out of the mountains in the jungle area. You could photograph and study the tigers. They are famous and also dangerous. Later, perhaps, you could conduct the expedition you're leading. Uh, the reason for that is because some other men went looking for the Yeti and used guns and traps to try to capture one. Now the Yeti, who again, according to the book, no one has ever seen, they're angry. So, would you decide to go ahead with the expedition for the Yeti, or postpone and go in search of tigers? I feel like tigers will kill me, because we've seen tigers. No one's ever seen the Yeti. I also feel like the name of the book is The Abominable Snowman, so if you choose tigers... Yeah, is it, is it over? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, yeah. I don't. Like, I don't go to like, the last page. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. Like Pick yeah. a different book. When you were a little kid. You like. I have to take my hand off the page. I can still go back and choose another <laughs> yes. one. Right. I, there is no going back yeah. on on this particular adventure. So I'm gonna say Yeti. Just okay. Because I'm assuming Tiger just ends the book, and it's like. You had a nice, relaxing evening at home <laughs> by the fire. <laughs> you had a cup of tea on a, on a tiger skin rug. All right. So you get to read page thirteen then, or at least skim it and summarize it for us. Oh, I'll do it. I'll do. Uh, I appreciate your warning and kind offer of the alternative to go to Terai. Terai, you say we are committed to this expedition. We will search for the Yeti with openness and friendship. R. N. Runal nods his head and speaks quickly to his assistant in Nepali. Within minutes, you have the necessary papers for the expedition, stamped in the proper places with the official seal of the Nepalese government. As you shake hands before leaving, he stops you. If you are determined to go on your expedition, it could be easier and safer if I come with you. What should you do? If you, you can accept or decline the offer. I think it's a little creepy that this grown-ass man wants to go on an expedition with me, the young boy, and my are buddy Lowe's. Young? Is that how, is that... You're a youngish boy. Oh, wow. I'm going to go, I'm going to say no. So you decline his offer. I'm going to decline his offer. The expert on the Yeti is not going to come with us. <laughs> Nobody's seen that fucker anyway. <laughs> okay, so... 
we will pick it up from next week with I think we'll go alone, but thanks anyway. So stay tuned for more exciting tales of the abominable snowman on next week's episode. I think that brings us to our final question. Yes. Uh, if you could choose, like if Doc Brown pulled up in the DeLorean, gave you the golden ticket, said you could go back in time to see any concert or any live music event that you wanted to, what would you pick? Before being gunned down by terrorists. Yeah. I'm intrigued by the possibility that someone once mentioned of going forward and seeing the final show of bands that I like. But uh, I think for a sheer awesome, crazy one-night affair... It would have to be Last Waltz, the band's final performance yeah. in uh, in San Francisco with all their friends, Neil Young and Bob Dylan and Ringo Starr and pretty much anyone who was anyone at the time of 1970. So I think that would be mine. So that concludes uh, segment two and the first time I've answered questions on the show. The final thing we're going to do today is, since we're all television junkies, is talk a little bit about uh, some of the things we think fly under the radar of, of current television. So. One of the things that we watched about an hour and a half of here on Friday or <laughs> Thursday was a network I didn't even know existed, but yeah, apparently well, it is... used to be Court TV. Okay, so it's been around. It's just it's not Court TV. Not court... True TV. Oh, and then True TV became Investigation oh, Discovery. <laughs> Wait, so True TV is gone now? I I just assumed that that was they all okay were one and then the other and then the other. Okay. I mean, I I find it hard to believe that there are two television networks well, that are... Well, True TV is mo- was mostly programming like World's Dumbest Criminals or like Towing by Fat Italians. <laughs> and it was like, these guys will eat a meatball sandwich and steal your car. Lizard Look like, out. Lizard Lick Towing. Lizard Lick Towing. And then like, like Diva Towing in Miami. And like, I steal your car every day. And then... Meter Maids. Meter, meter Maids. Yeah. So yeah. I, perhaps yeah, there's two networks. It could be. I don't but know. this is the ID network. Is that what the show is? Yes. yes. ID. Investigation Discovery. Investigation Discovery. Which has awesome programming such as Swamp Murders. And Country Fried Murder. And Love Murder or something along those lines. Yeah. They also do like Dateline Murders and stuff like yeah. that. Where it's, it's just all murder. It's, yes. It's all, all murders. All murder. All the time. <laughs> yeah. And they, they investigated. This is real shit though and people are fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they think they're getting away with this stuff. <laughs> no. Swamp Murders is awesome, though, because it's basically tying people to cinder blocks and dumping them into a swamp somewhere in Louisiana. And they find That's like the a, gist of every single Swamp Murder. They find, like, one finger? Yeah, no, they, they found a body floating. Oh. Like, it I'm taped to a chair, <laughs> only to come to find out that they did it when he was still alive. Oh, no. Yeah. Wow. I See, I would have expected alligators, yeah, alligators to be all over that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he bloated so much, like in the water, that yeah. his body floated to the top, even with the cinder blocks. I see, and the chains and everything else. Interesting. Yeah. So it's just it, it was like we watched a very serious program about a guy who got murdered, an abortion doctor who got murdered by like an extremist, but it just turned. Like, we started making fun of it halfway through because it just takes so long to get to the point yeah, of what happened. Like, you didn't need 60 minutes. Because it was like, they're going to tell you the last 48 hours of this guy's life, plus another, like, everything you need to know to, like, appreciate the story. So it was like, okay, come on. This guy looks like a ghoul. And yeah. He's going to murder the doctor. <laughs> much, much like <laughs> Chopped, it's a great hour if you're drinking and, like, preparing to go start drinking. Like, you just, you're, it's like a pre drink program. He looked like Biff, right? He, he did like, look like, did look like Biff. Biff. But yeah. you could watch, I assume, Swamp Fried Murder or Chicken chicken Fried Murder, Country Fried, country fried, fried murder. murder, whatever the hell it is, and, and, and do that just before you're about to head out while you have that first beer murder beverage. With a side of kindness, I think, was the tagline yeah. for Country Fried Murder. Yeah. <laughs> 
Murder it's with classy. a side of kindness. It's a classy show. I would watch it that is. Show. I imagine. I, I imagine there's a lot show. of people missing teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of suspenders is there's what I imagine. Three teeth. Hip waiters, suspenders. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The the show I'm currently obsessed with and keep trying to get people to watch is uh is Zach Stone is gonna be famous. Which is a great skewering of that I wanna be famous culture that MTV created, but the best part is MTV's airing the show. So one thinks they're in on the joke, I would imagine. But no, you both not. watched. I I made both of you watch yeah, it. Not a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Bo Burnham is a really funny dude. He was uh, you know famous on YouTube for doing stupid songs about you know, the KKK and Helen Keller being the perfect woman. <laughs> yes, and Helen Keller being the perfect woman since she's you know <laughs> unable to speak or do anything really, See? which is kind of horrible. <laughs> yeah. My family thinks I'm gay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he he created the show, and I think it's absolutely sick. I made both of you watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked the episode I, I watched. It. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. it's I haven't it's followed party. up on it anymore. Did but you I mean, watch I did. the one with the uh, the birthday party? No, mine was mine. The, no, mine wasn't the birthday. I think you watched another one with me. Okay. Yeah, I forget what the episode was. But each one, he sort of uh, takes on a, a trope of uh, of some celebrity culture so like one week he was going to be a celebrity chef and another week it was a ghost hunting thing and another week it was uh yeah another week it was he's going to be a musician but he couldn't he figured out it was hard to write songs so he just was going to write ringtones (laughs) and so he went to perform a concert that was 42 songs (laughs) before the encore because they were all 14 seconds (laughs) apiece it didn't go over well. (laughs) but that's that's my recommendation for a current show that you may not be watching that you probably should I, it's very enjoyable, and he's he's like charming in his stupidity. It's kind of like Amy Poehler meets Michael Scott. Like, really doesn't get understand the, yeah. the joke, but adorable. Yes, in their own way. I'd agree. I'd agree. So, what's your recommendation? Uh, Bob's Burgers would have to be mine. Um, it's so much fun. Uh, everyone, every character in that family just makes me laugh. It, all the kids, I think, are probably my favorite. And it's usually men voicing women, There's which is only which is one amusing. woman voicing a woman in the Belcher family. And yeah. Louise, the youngest daughter. And um, it's uh, John Benjamin, who's the guy from Archer, Archer. and he was on Home Movies. And You've heard his like voice, yeah. probably. Yeah, because so it's does, a great voice. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, he, but, I, he does change it for some Eric Cac- uh, some characters though, and I didn't know that. Like, yeah, he does a couple of side characters. Junior, yeah. on the show, he does his voice too. And yeah, I was like oh, that's awesome. I found that out recently too. Yeah, because most of his characters are just the his own voice. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, and it's wacky and like that sort of like classic adult-oriented cartoon, like Family Guy and Simpsons style, where it's like these are crazy things happening, and the next week it's a reset button and everyone's fine sure sure um my favorite episode is probably lobster fest when there's the hurricane when there's the whole town is gearing up and there's a coastal town gearing up for their big lobster fest and bob's a burger man in a seafood town who's allergic to lobsters so he's got nothing to contribute or appreciate <laughs> bob's a burger fest. man in a lobster town <laughs> <laughs> Like a, Is that like a line Waylon in the Jennings sh- should be doing this, 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 the soundtrack for this? <laughs> Is that from the Bob's show, or did you make that up? Town. Oh, he's a Bob's a Burger Man. I didn't remember that line. I thought you made it up. I was about to give you a lot of credit. I remember you were nervous, Rack. And I... Bob's a burger man in a lobster town. I was thinking like a man like leaning on a lobster pot on the cover of the album. Um... 
I also like that like Linda was a YouTube comedian. Yeah. And I've seen like I loved his videos before like Jackie and Deborah mm-hmm. and my son is gay and now it's like it's cool that he went from YouTube sort of pseudo celebrity to like on a TV show. Yeah. So I think that's also a cool element. Definitely. Cool. Well, that's the uh the, the TV shows you should you should check out for various various reasons there. Swamp Fried Murder. <laughs> Country fried, country fried murder. No, I like swamp it. murders. I like swamp, swamp fried, fried murder, murder better. Like, what would that mean? I like the idea country of country fried swamp murders. <laughs> country fried <laughs> swamp <laughs> abortion murder doctors. <laughs> That's cool. the program. Who didn't even want to be an abortion doctor to start? <laughs> he didn't. That was the thing. It was his dad that did it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so thank you both for coming on the show for a second time. And uh, wherever you go, kids, whatever you do. When you adventure, don't forget your adventure pants.